Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Zero to One podcast dedicated to helping you level up in your career, business and personal development. My name is Jifa Mensah and I'm your host. And today we have a special guest in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest today is Hazel Heidemann. She's the head portfolio manager at Access Pensions. Today we are talking all about investment management, money and more money. So mm. get ready. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, 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 hi. Hi. This is a story of an unserious person in in a very serious job. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that we're going to have a lot of fun today. And your career, your story is very inspiring. You have done so much for a tiny woman. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're going to unravel everything. We're going to get Mm -hmm. deep into your journey, get to know you, get to understand you know what drives you your thought process and glean so much wisdom for me so tell us what led you into the world of investment management i think i sort of just stumbled into it so i um okay let me start from the beginning um so i i mean the thing is i first got into economics um well i studied economics just largely due to the fact that in secondary school I was very playful and I didn't care to read and my thing was that if I could get away with getting C's without reading and why do I have to study so again I didn't have not not, this is not advice for anyone but like (laughs) I was a 15 year old 13 year old whatever and I was just like yeah like if I could watch MTV and get C's why am I bothering Mm -hmm. so but then I kept getting A's in economics so it's like okay I have a natural penchant for this thing And then, I mean, eventually, um, I, in my, in, just before I got into SS3, I had, uh, my, my dad was upset with me about how badly I had done in my, in my exams. And then we had a long talk, da, da, da. I felt sorry for myself, so I started studying. Um, but when it came to time to choose what to study in uni, uni, I was just like, okay, now I'm studying and my grades have improved, but then what you what was always good in good times and bad times was always economics i was like fair i'm just gonna i'm just gonna study that and that's how my journey into economics began um i say this but then i also think about the fact that growing up a lot of the um older aunties and uncles that i looked up to because i didn't i mean I, i think at that time i wasn't i didn't put i didn't think that this piece and that piece all came together. But then thinking about it like now and looking, being as I am right right now, and then looking at my history, I then see how all the pieces came together. So growing up a lot of the uncles and aunties that I looked up to, um, that were my parents' friends or um, or there were people in um, church that I liked, were largely all in finance. They were in banking or they were in, the I don't so the rest they were in bank so someone in banking some were actually in investment management mm. and I didn't know that what they were doing was investment different money. from banking oh. but because they told us about because they'd come and tell us about their career mm-hmm. and da 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 and inspire the young ones and all of that stuff um, 
but I mean, in my young mind, I wasn't separating the investment management as separate from banking, as separate from um, venture capital. Mm. Da, da, da. I was just thinking it's all, it was all finance. And my thing was that whenever someone came to talk about finance, I, I, I was drawn to that person. Mm-hmm. For like yeah, I can't, yeah, I was drawn to that person. So I was just so now looking back, I'm like, okay, I see how yeah, all of these pieces came, perhaps came together. But yeah, um, so yeah, when like engineers came to talk, I was like, yeah, kudos to you, bye. Mm-hmm. That's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks and God bless. Uh, when who else? Who, who doctors? I was like, yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm, not inspired. Bye. No, um, but the finance people were my people, so I was mm-hmm. like, fair. I'm I dig, I'm digging what you're digging, mm. um, and I think I also remember uh, I can't remember what conversation this was, but like there was an older I'm trying to remember the setting, but like there was an older auntie or something, and she was like, "Oh, what do you guys want to be when you grow up?" Oh no, not what you want to be. Um, she was like, "What's your skill?" Mm. Yeah, and it was like, "Oh, they are good at math." or they're good at dancing or singing. And I'm like, I'm good at making money. (laughs) 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 That was just my thing. (laughs) I'm good at making money. I'm good at not being broke. How old are you at this point? (laughs) I don't remember. Maybe like 14. Uh, That was like, I was just like, I'm good at making money. And uh, God knows, yeah, I was not, I mean, I don't know what I thought I what made me think yeah. that I was good at making money, but yeah. that was my response. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> she, she just looked at me like, oh God, this one has come again. But Because <laughs> other people had reasonable things to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just in case. But yeah, but then now, like, in hindsight, I'm like, okay, fair. All of the pieces did come together. Yeah. Um, so, finished uni, did ser- youth service. Um, people were like, oh, do you want to go into banking? I was like, no, because I remember a lot of people came and said, oh, um, I can, you can apply here, da, da, da. I knew I didn't want to go into, like, core banking, mm. but I didn't know the name for what I wanted to go into. Okay. Um, and so, um, but then this, but after a while, I got tired of job searching or mm. and trying to find what I, what exactly I wanted. Um, and th- so then a role opened up very interesting enough in a in an investment management firm, but not for core investment. It was for customer service or something. Mm. And I just went to interview for it because at this point I was just tired. Yeah. So I go and then um, through the interview process, apparently word came back was that I was chatting to them about economics mm. and, <laughs> and finance and all of these <laughs> things. And they're like, okay, fair. You're, we can't hire you for what we were looking for. But then they took word to management that there's one lady that's chatting, yeah. <laughs> that's chatting about, yeah. <laughs> about what's going on in the world yeah. of economics and da, 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 what's happening in this country's economy and what's happening in Nigeria and da-da-da. So they're like, do you want someone? Um, so, uh, so there was a role. There was a, sp- I think there was space. Yeah, there was space for someone in research, in investment research. And um, so they came back to me and were like, you interviewed well. However, we're not hiring for customer service. Would you like to take a role in investment research? And so I asked them to explain to me what exactly this involved. And they're like, oh, 
you'd be analyzing like keeping abreast with what's happening in the economy do you get inflation gdp effects mm-hmm. and analyzing this and how it impacts the market you be analyzing um, con- um companies li- listed companies mm. their financials and da, da, da. so i'm like oh fair i get paid to do homework fair yeah. <laughs> so, so that is how so that's how i process it in my head i'm like okay fair i'm getting paid to do homework mm. I like it because yeah. I was not getting paid to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that's how I got into it. And yeah, I took it very seriously because, again, it was something I already liked. So mm-hmm. I took it very personally yeah. <laughs> because in my head, I was just always like, yeah, I'm getting paid to do homework. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's sort of how I got into it. it. <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. Okay, story of a non-serious person doing a serious. <laughs> a serious you, you, you do serious quite well, so <laughs> that's commendable. How would you describe investment management and your role as the head portfolio manager to a five-year-old? Ooh, okay, um, so I think a lot of like a pile of money mm-hmm. and make sure that that money generates more money so that by generates more money by putting it in different um what do I call it in different uh to a five year old I'm trying to see how to break this mm-hmm. down. In different transactions i believe they should know transactions read your novels yeah. kids um <laughs> in different <laughs> transactions to um to generate more money so um while do it and doing that without taking too much risk or balancing your risk and return okay so you want to be careful not to lose money mm. but at the same time you can't be too risk averse that you only generate little mm. return so well You're generating enough money yeah so while, while balancing that mm. so yeah so think of it as how i'm trying to think of how else <laughs> how else i'll explain it to a child like um let's say your parents made a lot of money mm. and or they inherited a lot of money and now they're working and while they're working they're earning a bit more money to add to that huge pile that mm. they have mm. but what they also want to do is make sure that that huge pile is not just sitting mm-hmm. as it is but that it's growing yeah so that when prices move higher the pile is able to still buy the plenty things that they want to buy yeah um <laughs> uh so the is able to buy, buy the plenty things that they want to buy um, or even buy and even and even buy even more. Mm. So you don't want the pile to be able that was able to buy ten bicycles last year mm. to st- to be able to buy nine bicycles this year. You want yeah. to be able to buy twelve bicycles, 12 bicycles this year, and then next year buy fifteen yeah. and just move that In way. Order. So cool. yeah. What about your role? I love that explanation <laughs> there. I love it. I love it. What What does your role entail? I mean, it doesn't have to be explained. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, what does your role entail? So really, my <laughs> uh, so yeah, really, my role is um more on the 
what I call it? Managing the asset allocation. I, I think it was, to simplify it, just be like managing the asset allocation and security selection bits of it. So again, there's a huge pile of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, I have to then look, um, look at the financial markets, look at the economy and be like, this areas are where I see growth in. Mm. And these sectors are where I see growth in. These asset classes are where I see growth in. Mm-hmm. And then off the back of that, so once I look at the economy, I'm like, okay, for instance, um, so the economy might be even going through, might be slowing down a bit, but certain sectors will be slowing down faster than others. Mm. So the ones that are not slowing down as much, so not, I'm using a downtime economy because, like, mm. in a good time, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Mm. Yeah. So I'm just like, so even in a bad time, you're like, okay, everything is slowing down, but certain things are slowing down faster than others, mm. well, and certain things might even still be growing while yeah. those other ones are slowing yeah. down. So you're like, okay, these and these are where the opportunities are because these ones are still growing, and these ones are slowing down, but not as badly as these other ones. Yeah. Like, okay, fair. Okay, off the back of that, these sectors make sense now that these sectors make sense what companies within these sectors are well poised to to grow mm. so you then so you first do so so you look at so basically you look at you you come up with your asset allocation so deciding that um maybe the off the back of all of these things that's happening um interest rates are going down so therefore the equity market will go up you're like okay fair time to get you so you'd reallocate your um your portfolio to um to make sure that you're more you're more invested in so given this scenario i just painted you're more invested you're in if you expect the equity markets would take off um you'd then put more money in the equity market Mm -hmm. and put less money towards fixed income if you're okay. expecting that interest rates will come down yeah. then you look at the equity markets and be like, okay fair i'm putting more money here however what sectors in the equity market would move faster so yeah. you're like okay maybe um banking and um give me something else consumer goods are looking like the good ones yeah. over the next six to 12 months or whatever you're like okay then so then you'd know that yeah. you're overweighting those sectors and yeah. the sectors that are you don't expect to do too well. You underrate them, mm. so it's so it's largely around that. And then you then, once you then go into your you settle the sector area, then you then see okay, within the bank banking space, which banks are well poised to benefit from this outlook I have for the economy. Yeah. So you then look at them and be like, okay, this one has this this and that, therefore they're likely to benefit. However, these ones are also in the banking space, but they're not looking. Yeah, because by not saying that they didn't arrange themselves well, but then just given how the economy is taking off, you can tell. how the how their things are arranged, it's not looking like the economy is going to benefit this one. So mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, underweight those ones, overweight these ones, and then yeah, it's mm. interesting. So yeah, <laughs> and buying bonds, selling bonds, all of that. So yeah, our interest rates looking to increase mm. or to come down or whatever, whatever. Okay, then you'd buy or you sell. So yeah, you just yeah, really using your economics, <laughs> 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 which it's is so impressive. Fair. Yeah, 
It sounds really good. But then that also means that you're always on your toes. You're always trying to learn, trying to be informed with the current state of the market. Yeah. So it's the economy. mm -hmm, Yeah. So exactly, exactly what you said, because you need to, news comes out every day. Mm. So if you've, if you don't stay abreast of what's going on, you might, market might move against you. So you need to constantly stay abreast of what's going on and Mm. stuff that happens in, so Shockingly to, I mean, not to me, but then to certain people, yeah. things that happen in the US, for instance, in their own markets kind mm-hmm. of w- would sometimes affect what's happening here as well. Yeah. So you can't just say, oh, fair, I'm just going to focus on Nigeria mm-hmm. or focus on whatever country of residence you're in. Yeah. Things in other markets can well, affect your own market. So you have to stay abreast of what's going on there yeah. and how what's going on there affects your own market. Exactly. Because... If if you if you act like an ostrich and put your head in the sand, the thing will still happen. Yeah, <laughs> whether you acknowledge it or not, the thing will still happen whether you acknowledge exactly. it or not. So you need to stay abreast exactly. and also again, like I said, just stay fluid and not be like. I think for me that's the main thing. You can't be like. I'm not saying you have you can have strong opinions because you have to have strong convictions to mm-hmm. take a okay. to take a position. However, you need to also keep abreast of what's going on so that when market dynamics have changed in a way that those your positions need to change you're not acting you're not acting um what do you call it De- disillusioned mm. you're not being delulu <laughs> and thinking that oh no it's going to no it will work for you you have to be your breast and be like okay actually these things have moved yeah. we need to make adjustments here you need to make yeah. adjustments quickly because if you also take to time to take too much time and be tardy about it it would have moved and you go oh, yeah, but i saw it coming but yeah you did nothing about it mm. quickly enough did you mm. no okay yeah. <laughs> so yeah i think we saw that a lot during the i mean i think we're still experiencing it the russia ukraine war yes so that was so like exactly a huge impact mm-hmm. like and because I think that for Russia, the economy is quite big and it affects like everybody globally. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, especially with all, the oil markets and mm. how that would then affect. So like, when that happened, it's going to affect. Just using that example, affect all oil markets, so all prices. Mm. It also then affects all producing economies. Mm. So you have to. You can't just say, "Oh my God, it's all the way in Russia." Who even goes there, sweetheart? Your economy <laughs> will feel the impact. <laughs> Your portfolio will feel the impact. So yeah. you had to you had to stay abreast of what's going on. And sometimes it's it's easy to be like sometimes you only think about like the US, UK. Mm-hmm. But then when again, just Russia example is perfect. When that happens, you're like, Oh, oh my gosh, it's Russia NATO. Yes, exactly. but it's also Russia that produces a ton of oil. Yes. And what do we do yes. here? We produce a ton of oil. Mm-hmm. So and we're also an oil-dependent country. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the U.S. where it's a mix of other things other than oil. Yeah. So we are primarily an oil-dependent country. So if things are going on in the oil markets, it will affect okay. you. Yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah. It's interesting. It's, it's, I, I mean, I love economics. You know this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's just interesting <laughs> how you do your work and everything that you know, with that in school, you actually bring it to life and you yeah. apply it. I, f- I find it really interesting. Mm-hmm. Your industry is very male-dominated, mm-hmm. right? What are the strategies and actions that have helped you advance in your career? 
I haven't really thought about them as strategies per se, but um, I think for me, it's when I think about it now, it's just saying what I need to say, even if my voice is shaking. Mm. Do you get? Even if you feel shy and intimidated, because some people, I don't think they even mean. Some people might not even mean to intimidate you, but then they just have these grand personalities. I'd say what I need to say with a shaky voice, mm. like. And at one point, my voice was actually very shaky. Yeah, I was stuttering and stammering because I was trying to figure out my figure out my stuff. But I would say what I need to say. Um, I think that's always very important. I think for some people, um, and I'm not saying confidence didn't come naturally to me because in a lot of other areas I was confident, um, but there are times where. You might have had like years of being confident, but then once you get to, in my case, when I got to, I think this was, was this, should I consider that middle management or a little, up, a little higher than junior management? Just when I moved a bit higher, so entry, I was good. Um, but then when I moved a little higher, I had to deal with more technical stuff. Um, I don't want to call it pre-middle management or whatever, <laughs> or middle management, but yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I did go through a bit where I was, what's that thing? I now I know the word for it, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then, so through that point, like I, my confidence swayed a bit, but then even through that period, I just made sure that even if my voice was shaky, even if I'm stammering, I'd say what I need to say. Mm. Um, I'd say what I need to say. Um, I think what's what sets you apart in general in this in the industry is being detailed, like taking your time to understand the markets that you're analyzing, understand the transaction that you're analyzing, whatever it is. Just taking your time, not just going with the flow of it, because um, there's like so your house would have a general thought process or a general idea of what this should be. Not saying to be outrightly contrarian, but you have to have your own reason for for having a line of thought. Mm-hmm. And if it happens that that line of thought is con- contrary to what the ho- your house, the firm you're working for, that is, is saying, you have to be bold enough to make your point. And not make your point to force it down everybody's throats that, haha, you're wrong this time, I'm right. Mm. But just, I don't think this is right, and this is my own view on it. Your view might end up being wrong, but staying open to it, well, speaking up regardless, not first of all, and speaking while staying open to hearing other people's views, because even in that your view you might still be wrong i don't know if i'm making any mm-hmm. sense but just staying open through that process um that i think also just being aware of the fact so being speaking up um being thorough and detailed like i said um um being nice to people mm. so i don't know if i should use what being yeah being nice to people being um being open to being nice to people because Certain, first of all, I think, in my view, I think in finance, people tend to move around a bit, quite a bit. So you might be at one firm for two, three years, and then you'd 
have to go elsewhere. You're, you're interviewing for a role in another company and this person you were mean to might not be in that company. Yeah. So you just don't want, you want to avoid all of that. Mm. I'm not saying you don't speak up for yourself, but you just want to avoid any unnecessary. I think, first of all, that applies regardless of industry, but then... Mm. But then, um, it's more pronounced to you guys because it's exactly exactly. so. Um, so just maintaining relationships, I think relationships play a big part. Maintaining relationships, um, if a transaction is being brought to you by a certain, um, uh, what do you call it now, counterparty, and you have questions about it, ask your questions, but ask them in a civil manner do you get just again it's small it's 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 the little things but then it helps um i think um besides those what else will i say mm. and it's kind of like a i mean in general it's quite a dog eat dog world yeah. um so you don't want to be eaten you don't want to be eaten you don't <laughs> also you don't want to appear as prey yeah in the first place so you want to just be bold and do what you need to do mm-hmm. um and to back that is where just again just dialing back on that just be thorough and detailed yeah um you want to speak from a place of knowledge yeah. um yeah and well again speaking from a place of knowledge being open to hearing other people's feedback mm-hmm. and processing i'm like oh fair i'm wrong in this yeah. actually yeah. do you think there are stereotypes in your industry <sighs> for mm. women oh for women yeah some people tend to mansplain Um, so you'd say something Mm. you make a contribution and then somebody would a man would a man rather (laughs) a man would then repeat your contribution as though it were his yes and again yeah exactly but then this is I think that one is is more of a cultural thing yeah. than an industry thing mm. i don't so, think it's culture i think it's well, at this point okay. with my sfc you get so i think i don't think that's an industry <laughs> thing and that one to be fair again in my own little delivery world i didn't i didn't clock it till like years after so yeah. my man was like if you say something i'll be like i just sat there like mm-hmm. like because i was mm-hmm. confused that why are you repeating what i'm saying you repeating what, yeah. so like i would laugh i'd be like what are you saying <laughs> i just sat there like, yeah. so there's so, a somewhat <laughs> offensive but like you still made your point <laughs> <laughs> so so it was after it was afterwards i'm like oh actually mm, that's called men's play yeah okay yeah fair, that's what they do <laughs> but in my head i'm like why is this guy saying what i just said i because <laughs> i had this job that one of the guys used to do it a lot and mm-hmm. i didn't even know it was man at the time but even another guy on the team would you know like going on team mm-hmm. calls and then he'd just be texting me he'd be like what is this did to just say this thing i'm like ah yeah. you know but yeah let's talk about networking and mentorship right for women it's I, I think that it's quite difficult for us to find like to network right I for one struggled with networking for a while I remember there was a time that um we went for a conference and one of the ladies in my school at the time said I need you to talk to five people before the end of this conference and when we go back to campus you would tell me their names show me their email addresses, you know, where they work and everything. And I, I think that that, that was very nice. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't really change me much, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a nine-day wonder. I did what I had to do then. But yeah. yeah, networking has been a struggle for a lot of people because I think that the general excuse is that you don't want to come off as being too, 
forward, right? Mm. Um, in Ghana, there's something we call we call it ahonshishe. Mm-hmm. I know in Nigeria we call it famzen, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to seem mm-hmm. like you're you know you're trying mm-hmm. to you're trying too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as we grow, or you know, in the corporate world, networking is key yeah. to leveraging opportunities and you know getting open doors. How have you navigated that? Okay, fair. I think um, early on it was a thing of like I'd be shy. But then I would, like, if I see that you're, there would always be like one or two people in the, be like one or two people in the crowd that are warmer than mm. others. Yeah. So I'll go greet you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll go greet you. Uh, so you put the warm See, person, like, yeah. And also like, me, I was always open, like, see, maybe I'd say hi and you don't respond because. Sorry, Lagos. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you say hi, they don't respond. I just like my head up, like, uh, and I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so I was having conversation, full blown conversation again. I don't know if this is advice, but yeah, yeah I was having full blown conversations with myself in my head, mm. like, Ooh, next one, <laughs> like, shit, well, damn, yeah. and just move on. <laughs> um, but yeah, just I think the <laughs> the, the uh, lesson behind that is just. Uh, don't want to sound cliche but do it afraid yeah so yeah doing it afraid i think really is what it is um so early on that was a thing um not so to say sometimes i still get i don't want to call it butterflies but god knows whatever it is in my belly um <laughs> um that still happens sometimes but it's a lot less it happens a lot less um now it happened i think only when i think i'm going to have to present yeah and i need to brace myself mm. um but um, I think in what I do, there are a lot of phone calls I do with, I have on a daily basis with like my brokers mm-hmm. or the bond dealers. So my thing is that I would chat to you like you're someone from uni. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like, like, I mean, the first call might not be like we're best friends, but like, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm just trying to think like, um, I'm like, hey, What's my kid saying? I'm not like, oh, hi, morning. And I'm just like, hey, what's up now? How are you doing? What's my kid saying? So so I make it light and like banter. So again, that's when I'm having like phone calls um, to do deals. So after I do that a few times by week two self, well, we're really cool because we're just, it's it's, turned to banter. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, so if, if anything comes out, by then I'll, I'll call you and be like jesus what has happened mm. what do, what's happening in your market yeah. i'll just so i think that helps a bit so making so making light of the making situation. light of the situation mm. i mean light enough because so, it's still serious mm. <laughs> uh, but light enough um of the situation so that you don't overthink the whole process yeah uh i think also for conferences like i said i look out for who's warm mm. um if someone has a book I've read, like I'm not going to say if it's if your if your book is not interesting to me, I'm not going to go force myself to read it to have a conversation with you, not yeah. gonna lie. Um but if you've had a interesting book or interesting article, I'll walk up to you and have a conversation with you about yeah. it. Um largely because I want to have the conversation. If you want to be a doofus about it, that's on you. I'm going to have a conversation and get the rest because I have questions in my head mm-hmm. off the back of what I've read. Yeah. So some people can be interesting. Again, I think it's just to keep it in your head that that's on them. That's yeah, none that's of not you. Yeah, that's not on you. Mm-hmm. If they are badly behaved, that's on them. Yeah. You learn what you need to learn from the process and keep it moving. 
Um, so that's for like people that I need to get info out yeah. of. That's that's that. But then for people that just were just mingling, yeah. um, I look for who's warm or who's whose vibe aligns with my yeah, vibe because yeah. there's always going to be that one there'll be like one or two people that their vibe is on your mm-hmm. is on your same wavelength so i'll walk up to you and have a conversation with you have a few awkward laughs mm. so nothing some, forced nothing forced yeah mm. so not if it, if it if, so mine is i don't want to use nothing to i don't want to use nothing forced outrightly because it might be a few awkward laughs yeah um, because you don't know each other, let's mm. not let's not lie, yeah. So you don't know each other, and it might also be awkward for them. So have a few awkward laughs, see where it goes. If it takes off, fair. If it doesn't, charge it to the game. Yeah. And I just keep it pushing. So yeah. What about mentorship? Do you have mentors? How did you get these mentors? Oh, fair. So um, I've hopped around companies quite a bit. So um, I I think. In each, not say each, but in a number of them, um, a few of them rather, um, there have been like people that were senior to me, or mm. um, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. That my managers or some were not even out my my own my manager, but then they were higher in hierarchy. Yeah, and they're in another department, still finance, but I vibed more with them than with my own manager. Mm. And while I'm cool with my own manager, they were my mentors mm. so again may i believe in moving with the vibe mm-hmm. <laughs> so if i see someone i like i'm going to go talk to you um i'll make it i'll banter with you a bit see if we if we um what do i call it if if we act if we flow yeah mm. um again not keeping it not being disrespectful or being um too casual about it Still formal, still work related, but then there's some light banter you can weave into it. Even though you're, even though they're older than you and everything, if they can get with the flow, I'm like, fair. I think you're my kind of person, mm-hmm. and I'll move. I'll, I would, I would, I would establish a relationship with you. Do you? I'll come to you and ask if I can help you with one something or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, if you bring work for me to do and I like you, I would help you with it. Mm-hmm. If I don't like you and you're not my manager. We're not speaking on that. (laughs) So, yeah, I think just so just looking out for people that you like, um, having conversations with them, having conversations with them. If there's extra work you need to do to to get stuff off their table, help. So So essentially not just taken from these people, but like also offering something back. Yeah, I literally planned his what do you call it? What do you call this thing now? proposal mm. his wedding proposal to the yeah. lady so like i'm not gonna be like oh my god can you imagine that he's asking da, da, da. i'm like mm, yeah it's calm like because mm-hmm. if i like you as a person i like you as a person yeah. Yeah. yeah so if you have other stuff for me to help you out with that is not immoral mm. i will help you out with it yeah, yeah. so that you 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 it's a it's a give, it's and, a give take. and take relationship yeah. and also being very aware of the fact that it's not just give and take from your side it has to be give and take from their side exactly. as well if they're moving mad towards you or if they're moving some type of way or moving sketchy actually with men cut them off yeah see in this life or bring another help your yeah. help cannot be the one that would come and be stressing you exactly. or putting unnecessary undue pressure on you or talking uh-uh, funny yeah. in funny ways to you yeah Mm-mm. So also just being aware of what you want for yourself. Mm-hmm. If the person you're looking at for that thing can fit with it, can fit 
into helping you get it, fine. If they start out looking like they can fit and then change, then you to change. You had to just walk away from yeah. that situation. Yeah. So yeah. Um but yeah, I don't I think that's I think those are those are I think my mentors, yeah, have been from all the offices. My my bosses from not bosses, but like manager senior people in the yeah. offices I've worked with. Okay. Um yeah. And, yeah, if I find if I if I like you, I like you, and yeah, I'll let you know, and then we, yeah, I would work it out. <laughs> and if I like you, and you start acting funny, I would, That's I would excuse myself from the situation. Bye. Yeah. Okay, let's talk money for women. Come on. Uh, I, I always like the financial literacy, financial independence mm-hmm. part. What? I mean, you have a deep understanding of finance, mm-hmm. right? How do you think that women can improve their financial literacy and make more informed decisions in their careers and personal lives? Find out what I think. And one thing people need to start doing, women especially, would be to find out where your what the industry average for whatever you're doing is. More often than not, not all women. And it's not as prevalent in Nigeria as in like the US, perhaps. But some women are underpaid mm. relative to what their peers in the same company are earning. If one easy one to get bang out of the way is negotiate for more. Mm. If not with this company, with the next company. Work hard, build your skills. Build your skills, not for the company, for your own sake. Build your skills for your own sake. If you realize that this Sometimes the guy might actually know how to do whatever, whatever better than you. Learn from him. If it's not about learn from him, learn online. But just build your skills. Learn Le- anyway. Yeah, see, <laughs> learn. G-A. For Mine is learn for your own self. Yeah. It would be really, I'm not saying don't work hard for your company. Work hard for your company while you're working there. Yeah. But this thing is primarily for you. Yes. So work hard there. If they're not willing to up your pay or if you realize that you can be paid more elsewhere, my dear, don't feel some type of way about working away, walking away. Bruh, just go over the interviews, negotiate higher pay. When they ask you what do you want, demand, ask. Even if it's an outrageous thing, if they want you and if you show that your skills are good enough, they will come back to you to negotiate that. Okay, what you asked for is a bit ridiculous, but can you come here? Mm. But if you ask for... Let's say if you ask for five hundred, when you could have asked for one M, then they would negotiate you down to four hundred. Yeah. So I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Ask, make demands, ask, 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 just negotiate. And another thing, some people, oh, gee, I just remembered this. Some people do that. It's unreasonable. At least I've experienced. Is they're like, oh, yeah, lady, what do you need this money for? <laughs> Aren't you stayed? This was before I got married. Like, aren't you living with your parents? What do you need this month? They will laugh and say, "Ha, ah, oh, you're so ambitious. What do you need this money for? Aren't you living with your parents? My dear, are you pay me my money or not? Because <laughs> do you get raw? What sort of this? What when I was not sleeping and reading? Who do you think it was? Come and be hearing this story. <laughs> do you get? Ah, you're not even a guy. Da da da. <laughs> Okay, if I was not a guy, what would happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to use the money to go and buy a nice shoe and bag. It's, yes, it's not okay. It's my thing is because the thing is that oh, they think well, guys need to take care of their wives and yeah. children. 
okay, my own needs to spend money, my money on myself, on skincare. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, my dear, I believe build your skills. Yeah. Network mm-hmm. to the best of your abilities. Um, and negotiate for more, ask for more, demand. Yeah. You don't back down, don't feel like, don't feel something that makes me laugh don't feel sorry for the company there's nothing to be sorry yeah there's nothing to be sorry for them about (laughs) yeah also we want to ask for learn to oftentimes people say it's quite um oftentimes you see that for the same role woman that's qualified to ask for i don't know she'd be like very meekly not even confident Mm -hmm. very meekly ask for two million Meanwhile, the guy that doesn't know his Anything. left from his right is demanding three million. Yeah. I'm like, do you see? Yeah. Do you get? Yeah. Like, so of course they will give it to the lady, but then since she was asking for two, they might tell her to take one point five. No. <laughs> I said, would you take one point five? So, actually, hmm, let me do one point six, my dear. You have missed it because yeah. that was what, not even. Yeah, that was not even the plan. Do you get so we need to learn audacity. Yeah, right? negotiate. See, audacity is the same audacity and vim yeah, that this Nigerian men have. That's it. You need to borrow you have like to move ten, with ten, it. Men, <laughs> ten Nigerian men audacity. See, it you need to move with it. it. Those people have audacity yeah, for days. That's lot, one thing I give them. A lot of it. See, so you have to move your audacity because they have enough to share for like see, all the women in the world. See, it's ridiculous. Hmm. So yeah, you need to move with that same audacity. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying don't have your own skills. No, build your skills, mm-hmm. build yourself, but then move with audacity. Ask, do yeah, like and tell them you're open that. to negotiating. And negotiating, but let them go and sit in their thing. I said, damn, did you see what she said? Mm-hmm. Say yes. Do let them think about it and come back to you. Demand what you want to demand for. That's crazy. Demand what you want to demand for. That's I think crazy. that's very important. Yeah, because I mean, trying to save. That's nice, but then how much are you going to save from not yeah. buying? Give me what buying coffee. Buying coffee. <laughs> you hear but that not, I'm like, or not going to don't go and eat at restaurants for lunch. That's it. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, you have to budget. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think, but your budget yourself out. Have plans, um, and budget towards those plans. I think sometimes okay, just to besides before I go back into the negotiation part, yeah. I think sometimes what people what women don't might not do as much as guys sometimes would be um like having plans that they want this that they want to use the money for, utilize this monies for yeah but then having their lives wrapped around oh what would the guy think yeah my dear you want stuff for yourself mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's you you want a nice car yeah you don't have you to want a nice life you want a nice life yeah so have these dreams have these huge ass dreams mm. while you can't up even when so well, even when you move up in the ladder then you have even bigger dreams but yeah. when you, let's let me see when you just entry level have these huge dreams of yourself know that i want a nice car i want maybe a driver i want this nice i want to be able to afford to have whether it's to rent a house in this nice location whether it's to build a house or whatever whatever have the dream for yourself yeah all the story about uh what guy if i if i earn too much what would the guy think you find it, that's a it's irrelevant because you then have to be looking for a higher paying guy exactly. because that's a dream yeah uh-huh. so you just move your dreams 
so if he if he can't if he can't handle what you're earning that's fine no yeah. no dis to nobody but like yeah. that's fine but then if it's a thing of oh what would he think yeah no. it's irrelevant yeah. have your dreams for yourself save towards it execute yeah and find people who find, who go align exactly with, with Ex- you exactly so execute you're now on a higher level you're now earning higher have stupendous bigger dreams yeah <laughs> plan yeah, towards it, it execute again just rinse and yeah. recycle rinse and repeat just keep doing that mm. just so don't think about oh my god if i did no don't try to stay humble don't try and stay small it doesn't make you look cute so yeah have big dreams for yourself mm-hmm. save save plan save towards them plan towards them execute negotiate for higher pay um get more skills get more skills develop yourself mm. again not for your company for yourself yeah and be open to moving don't do that thing of staying in one company for 10 years if you're if if you want to stay in for 10 years if they are promoting you regularly yeah. fine yeah. however if that promotion is not coming my dear dip dip i don't know why we meant like to stay for years no dip there's another company interview dear yeah if you say you're shy you're scared the more you do it the more the you see you, the better you'd get you go for the first interview you'd be shaking you'd be stammering mm-hmm. you go for a second see my dear after year one you might still be stammering yeah but year two you would the stammer will reduce by yeah. year three you'll be your voice will be solid mm-hmm. do you get so mm-hmm. go out do it for yourself it's not for any man it's not for any company it's not for anybody else do yeah. it for yourself yeah interview and move you don't own the company dip don't stay for 10 years in a company that's not paying you anything dip you heard it from the investment expert. <laughs> <laughs> you did not hear that from me. <laughs> She's teaching you how to make a lot more money. And I think that everything she said has been very relevant, right? From building your skills to negotiating and asking for more. Demand it. <laughs> demand it. <laughs> In her words, what to demand it, you know? And just like building certain goals higher and higher and higher mm-hmm. and saving towards them and not cutting later things like you know coffee and stuff because like she said those things will not give you if you're looking for wealth it's not by not buying coffee because me i'll buy the coffee <laughs> i don't even care what they say like you're saying i go to starbucks i'll buy it every day i'll buy it <laughs> so target more you know because you're from 500 to 3 yes then why are you say why are you not exactly. why am i not drinking coffee when we can move, we can focus on moving from 500 to 3 a.m. Or am I not, not drinking coffee? Because then drink like, your coffee, oh, drown yourself yeah. in the coffee if we keep you awake Make to study. Money. Drink that coffee, yeah. study. Yeah. And, negoc- and when you finish studying, remember that you're late nights when you're negotiating. Mm. Don't get me negotiating timidly. <laughs> <laughs> remember the nights that you were awake when you're negotiating. Do it, Vim. <laughs> well, thank you, with Vim. <laughs> I love it. So for women looking to invest and build wealth, what are the key principles and strategies strategies they should consider? Mm. Like I have money I've saved, you know, and right now I'm looking at building wealth and investing. What three top things would you advise me to do? Hmm, that's a good that's a good one. I'm quiet for a minute. Um, mm. <laughs> um I think first of all, you need to define for yourself what wealth looks like to you mm. um for some people it's owning a house if that's your priority then fine yeah 
if you're fine with renting and maybe traveling the world or something that's fine define what it means to you mm. because that would then guide what asset classes to invest in if okay. it's a house my dear just go and buy a house mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah just go and buy a house if it's to travel or if it's just that you want to if it's to travel my mind me to travel my if it's that you want to you have this money and now you want to run a business mm -hmm. you get you, you're tired of nine to five you made this money so that you can retire from nine to five and run your business then maybe you buy a long-term bond mm. that's earning good in i mean rates are about excuse me sorry about that rates are at i mean for 53s i mean depends on your age yeah depends on your age mm. 53s are currently at plus 16 percent buy that if you buy that kind of bond then you have a good amount of money i mean this is billions of naira yeah. not like 50 million 100 million you buy that you should be able to it it, it can help you have a decent what do you call it turnover cash flow cash flow mm -hmm. that would help you run your daily life meet your yeah, yeah. meet your running expenses mm -hmm. for the for for like on a monthly basis i mean it's your coupons are paid um twice a year mm. but then you'd spread that out of course so in that kind of case paid twice a year every six months so you spread it out um you spread it out use it to be able to run your life yeah and then well, you know that at least your driver's um, yeah, salary, salary your cook's salary mm. is covered electricity bill is covered yeah. you can then focus on how to put this business in order because yeah. sometimes in the business things will be up some will mm -hmm. down mm -hmm. but you have this money and that's able it to cover running costs of, of your ha of your home yeah then you can then focus on on um on building your business and taking certain risks in your business you might not have been able to take because before if you didn't have your running costs yeah. covered yeah so so that's why i said it depends on what your own idea of wealth is mm. so if you just want if you want to continue with maybe nine to five or whatever it is and you just want a house over your you want to have a become a landlady mm -hmm. <laughs> my dear go and buy a house yeah. i'm going to drag that one with you yeah if it's that you're and also know your risk appetite if mm. you want if you have if you think that you're um you're more open to taking a level of risk then you can go into equities mm. but for equi for the equity markets i always advise people that if you're not market facing meaning if you're not one that is able to not just watch and follow the market but understand what's going on in the market okay. my dear just go and buy an etf just buy a mutual fund <laughs> go and buy equity mutual fund yeah go and buy equity etf yeah so a mutual fund is uh is a fund uh, um, ETFs are structured about the same way, but yeah. let me just oversimplify. Nobody should get into the pedantics of it. Mm. Um, it basically is um, a nest, for lack of a better, it's like a nest with different eggs. Okay. And it's been managed by a portfolio manager that's market facing. Mm. So they, let's, let me call it the Hazel Equity ETF. Yeah. I've then put certain stocks mm. into that etf mm. after as a portfolio manager i've analyzed and said oh this and this and this and this work yeah. for this etf yeah. given all of these variables and have put this etf together i'm not going to sell it to people my dear please go and buy those kind of etfs or um mutual for funds. mutual funds or whatever if you're not market facing because you can't start calling 
somebody later that this, this certain stock is down yeah. that one is up yeah. what's going on stop yeah. asking us jam question if you're not going to face the market so the one it's safer it's safer less it's safer risk. it's less risky yeah. and it's easier to understand when you're not market facing yeah. so it's and also it's been for your own ease of mind it's being handled it's being managed by a portfolio manager so mm. the asset manager behind that behind the that's in the investment house that's selling that fund. that fund yeah. is managing it so you actually have a professional yeah working on that work so you. just you so what you don't want to do is invest directly in this in the markets yeah. and you don't understand things yeah. and i mean it could work out well for you but it could also go bust yeah do you get yeah. so you just want a portfolio but it's easier and better mm. and for your for your sanity so you just put it in a fund yeah. there's a professional behind it mm. that'll manage it for you mm. so yeah so if you're if you're open to taking a bit more risk if you're not i mean it's not a bad thing to be risk averse everybody has factors that have um that have affected them growing up mm -hmm. and all of that so if you're risk averse you have to also remember that your return will not be as high as yeah. those that are risk more risk-taking yeah. uh-huh so don't gonna be asking for also uh -huh, let me just put this word out there in regular investing it doesn't happen often that you see 100% return on a yearly basis. Mm. So please, let's stop demanding for unrealistic things. Mm. Please, thanks and God bless. So certain, <laughs> it can have an extraordinary rally in yeah. a certain period or a certain year that happens. But that you be, all those ones that, all those things that they say it's a fund and they're returning 20% on a monthly basis. My dear, we both know that's not a fund. Yeah. Or it's a fund that's not managed by a regulated entity. Yeah. If you put your money in that one, my dear, it's while it's while the money is coming out, enjoy. But when it goes bust, don't ask us questions. Yeah, don't ask us clearly questions. Clearly, upon this, do you get? So, in fact, actually, based on my uh, profession, please don't put your money there. Yeah. However, if you do, don't come and ask the rest of us what's going on. Yeah. Uh huh. So make sure it's in a regulate. It's in a fund managed by a regulated entity. Thank you. <laughs> I love this. I love every part of this discussion. We have spoken about, you know, Hazel's journey, spoken about money, you know, she managing multiple funds and mm -hmm. how it's done. We've spoken about the markets, the economy. If you do not read economics or you read economics <laughs> in secondary school or nothing, or you just watch news and listen to the radio you have been schooled on this episode <laughs> and I really enjoyed every little thing and every bit of this because I did study economics, but it's unfortunate that, you know, it's not being used. So this is like a refresher course and I love it. I loved it so much. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So guys, if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast. When you subscribe, you will not miss any episode. Okay, so that's why you should subscribe. And if you could, we'll be truly grateful if you leave a review. So leave us a review, five stars only, please. Tell us how much you loved and <laughs> exactly. enjoyed this and all you learned from this episode. Your feedback keeps us on our toes and helps us improve and get better and bring more amazing guests like Hazel. <laughs> so 
please share this message you can join the community yes join, join the, the community, community. It's a you lovely need to oh you need to join the community the link is in the show notes just click on it become a member sign up and become a member when you join just say hi or look for me and say you don't hi we'll share money in future you know huh? and hazel is on there so if you want to reach out to hazel just join the community and look for her thank you so much if the message resonated with you please share with your friends to your families with all the women who you need to who need to hear this and who you would love to become wealthy and make a lot of mullah in future as always take care stay blessed anything you'll be looking for will be in our show notes like a website link social media all of that will be in the show notes see you all next week bye bye money 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 money